So the big question is this. How do most agents who don't have access to the secrets that most successful agents hoard to themselves grow and prosper in today's competitive real estate environment? That's the question. And this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Pat Hyben, and welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. And now for the review of the day. I already got a five-star verified purchase review of Six Steps to Seven Figures by Mr. Brandon Hargreaves. He bought the paperback, it says, and he said, one of the best books I've read in years. I have been encouraging all the agents on my real estate team to read this book. It's helped me map out a solid five-year financial plan for myself and my family. I've got some big goals and I'm going to crush them. Brandon Hargreaves. Thank you, Brandon, for reading Six Steps to Seven Figures. Keep the comments coming, guys. I love them. And remember, I eat feedback for breakfast. So give me a one-star review if you want or a five-star review if you want. I don't care. And the more reviews we get, the better guests we get. So please, subscribe first and then leave us a review or wherever you're listening. Rockstar Nation, thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to stay to the end where our guests will be offering a free gift. As you know, all of our guests offer a free gift, and all of these gifts can be found on the Agent Success Toolbox. You could find that by going to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or simply texting the word toolbox to 444-999. That's toolbox to 444-999. I am going to put today's free gift in today's show notes, but if you want all of them, including gifts from most of our guests that have come on the show, just go to the Agent Success Toolbox. All right, Rockstar Nation, welcome back to State of the Market. I have my co-host today, Mr. Kerry Grinkmeyer. Kerry, how's it going, buddy? It's going great, Pat. Having a lot of fun. That's awesome, dude. Well, we got some good news uh, to uh, discuss, so let's get right down to the nitty-gritty. First thing we want to talk about is an article came out in Market Watch, right? It's talking about basically, you know, the whole premise of it was uh, how home buying is going to be like buying a stock soon. And uh, let's discuss. What do you think? It talks a lot about knock. The company Knock and how Knock works, and talks a little bit about Zillow iBuyers, iBuyers in general. But let's let's stick to the headline here. Home buying will soon be like buying a stock. Do tell. Well, I I think I first was cued to this back when Spencer Roscoff was still uh, CEO of Amazon. And he made the statement about a year and a half ago that we're going to turn the buying of homes into a three click process. Those were the exact words he said. And that's shortly thereafter, they, they introduced the iBuyer or instant offers that they are, they are driving. And I, I, I followed up on that on a video on my YouTube channel, best of us homes that, I was uh, I was a, um, a stockbroker, and I used to get paid a 
1.25% to do a stock trade. So if I did $100,000 worth of stock trades, I'm, I made $1,250. That stock trade has now cost you $4.99 on E-Trade. And they have basically, through technology, made it easy to buy stocks. And Spencer said, that's what we're going to do with uh, home buying. And I, I have no doubt that he is, he is right on. And they are expanding it. And as the article says, this is, it was printed by, uh, by uh, MarketWatch, but it was in the Wall Street Journal as an insert. And so that put, gives it a lot of credibility. Well, um, you got to have some automation in there. So let, let's talk about this, right? So, you know, I, you know, interesting, one of the things I've been studying lately, and I've been very reluctant to study this up until now for whatever reason. I've heard some podcasts, and, and I said, well, let me read some books on this. This is Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. And, um, you know, one of the things that fascinates me about it, because I've been dollar-cost averaging a little buys here and there just play with the system see how it works is you could do i could do it on a sunday night at at 3 a.m or something right like the the market never closes right i can buy and sell you know anytime and i think that that's kind of a, something that's automated you can't do it anytime the stock market still has a market but the point is technologically you have a bid and an ask right and yeah. if, if the bid meets the ass, the transaction just happens, right? You don't necessarily have a broker or a guy running around the floor going, you know, hey, this random dude is buying $30 worth of Shopify in Folly Beach, South Carolina, and a random dude in Portland, Oregon wants to sell this $30 worth of Shopify. It's all automatic. So I'm wondering if if what is going on is is what knock is going to, not, not knock because that's something completely different, but what Spencer's thinking about right deep down is that will it be automatic will the seller be able to put their ask and the buyer be able to put their bid and at 3 a.m on sunday i might be able to close a deal based on you know what's already in the system talk to me about that well i i think you make a very good point and as you're describing that i'm thinking of ebay i can buy anything on ebay and it it is a bid ask and bid process so let's say if, if I have enough data on the home that I'm interested in that I see on Zillow or whatever website, if I have enough data and I can match that with my likes and dislikes and it has all the, the pictures, the videos, why couldn't I just say, yes, I'll, I, I'll buy this house? Why couldn't I just say, yeah, I'll buy the house if you change the counter countertops to granite and do the uh, and take this wall down. Why couldn't I do that and and do it at three o'clock in the morning? And if the owner is somebody like Zillow, and they have the technology to say, okay, if I change the house to um, to what you want, if the price is going to go from seven hundred thousand to seven hundred and fifty, and they come back at three o'clock in the morning and say. Yeah, we can do it at seven fifty, and I like it. I click. Or, or what if the seller just put it in there automatically? Like, like when they when they're doing their listing appointments. Oh yeah, do do you know they're filling out a form that says, "Do you have a you know a stainless steel refrigerator or not? Do you have this? Do you not have this?" You you know they put in answers to questions like minimum maximum time for home inspection contingency is ten days. So when when the bid 
comes in, right? If, mm -hmm. if they put 12 days, it automatically rejects that and counters with 10 while the guy's asleep. Yeah. While the seller's asleep. You know, all that stuff is implemented ahead of time, including price, right? And, 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 and something that you, you said, you asked the question, does it have a stainless steel refrigerator? If you've got enough pictures, the, the artificial intelligence can tell you that it's a stainless steel. You don't have to answer questions. Visual recognition will do that. Think about if, if I walked through a house with a video camera and videoed every inch of that house, that data could be collected through artificial intelligence. I don't have to answer questions. It's all picked up through uh, artificial intelligence. Yeah, that's crazy. And that kind of leads, and we could come back to this a little bit if you want, but you know, that kind of leads to our, our, our next thing of what's going on with, you know, talking about how uh, there was an article, I think it was an Inman, it was talking about basically home builders, right? And real estate companies and flippers are starting to watch uh, what is going on in hotels to determine what to build in their houses in 2020 and 2021. Talk to me about this. They have, you know, all, all this, like, they're basically making them smart hotel rooms uh, with predictive maintenance and uh, predictive themes in them that they know that they're, you know, that, that help the Hilton help a holiday in and how they're going to help home, home sellers, home buyers. Talk to me. Well, that, that goes back to the internet of things. When you talk about hotel maintenance, that the uh, you're going to have sensors on on every part of the the maintenance of of your house or in hotel rooms and and therefore when a pipe is about to burst the pipe will tell a, a reciprocal not a reciprocal but a hub uh, a browser and it will notify management you've got a a pipe that's going to burst and therefore you need to get it taken care of that's going to happen in our homes and this is all going to be a part, as I said, Internet of Things, which is made possible through 5G. We currently, are, our, our Internet is run by 4G, and that's high-frequency uh, radio waves. 5G is low-frequency. Uh, your last experience with 5G waves was when you drove down the, the highway and said, breaker, breaker, and you talked to a truck <laughs> three miles down the road. There, that's kind of obsolete now. Sure. But, the, the problem with 5G is you don't, it, the radio wave breaks down from the chemicals that are in our atmosphere, and so it's short distance. So now if I have in my home a, a 5G sensor on my furnace, on my hot water heater, on my oven, whatever, there'll be about a thousand of them. They can talk to each other through a router that collects all that information and then through my 4G network, throws it into the cloud, and it compares it to your house. And when something happens in your house, we learn from it. And now we translate that back to Carrie's house and tell him the same thing that happened in Pat's house is going to happen at your house. Get a maintenance man there today. And that's like, like what? Like, give me some examples. Well, my water heater, it's going to explode. And we know that because certain things happened in your house that created the explosion. We now have that data. X, Y, and Z indicates that a water heater. Eight, eight out of ten water heaters on Wild Orange Gate have, 
have been replaced and you're the two at you're one of two out of 10 that haven't been replaced on your street. Well, you yeah. Oh, you might want to replace that sucker before you have an inch of water in your storage room and all your boxes are ruined. Exactly. And, and it's, it's uh, whether it be that or it be your dishwasher, we know that, uh, dishwashers are good examples. They last about five years. Certain things happen in the dishwasher before it breaks down. Well, if we can, if we can cu- accumulate the data of what those certain things are, and I can monitor your dishwasher, I can tell you it's going to happen before it does. It's already, this is already a part of the elevator industry. They have 9 million elevators with sensors on them. They go back to a hub that is run by the elevator company, and they can determine when that, based on past data, an elevator is going to shut down. So, with that data, they can predict when an elevator is going to go down. Well, why is that important? Well, if you have a 50-story building and you have 10 elevators, you need them all working. So if, if I can predict this elevator needs maintenance, I get a guy in there at 2 o'clock in the morning, he, maintenance, he, he, he repairs it, and the elevator no, no longer goes down. That is in existence today. I wonder if this is going to happen, Carrie. I wonder if this is the end of home inspectors. And I'm going to tell you why I say this, right? <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Because if you could, if, if, if you're 5G and 4G, and that, a lot of that shit's above my pay grade. But if they're communicating and they're, and they're creating a report that basically says, you know, your hot water heater is shot and you're, you know, this is broken and you have too much cold air coming in from this window on this bedroom and they're telling you all this stuff do you really need to pay a human being to go by there and uh, turn everything probably not probably not or so it it, it now or what happens is the inspector's got to upgrade his license and he's got to be able to uh answer that that data analyze that data yeah yeah maybe he's the guy who actually comes and uh and lets you know or where, where I think this is going is, is a real estate agent is going to be the intermediate, uh, and he's going to be an advisor. And maybe he's the guy who calls you up and says, hey, I've interpreted this data, and you need to take this action. Uh, again, if we bring it to health, it's the same thing. Are we no longer going to need doctors if, some, if my body is being... Uh, yeah, we're going to need Not, Yeah, you're going to need them. Yeah, you're going to need somebody to talk and analyze yeah. them, but they're going to it's going to make the doctor so much better. It's kind of like what the cell phone did to the human being, right? You could be a dumbass and uh, have a, 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 an iPhone in your pocket and and be the smartest person in the back seat of the car because <laughs> you got all you, all you got to do is google information you know what i mean and and, and the same is going to be for doctors same is already happening for doctors and for agents right. and obviously for home inspectors and all that stuff it's interesting yeah and and it's it's coming fast 5g is going to bring it on extremely fast tribeofmillionaires.com. Guys, write that down. Rockstar Nation got a free special offer for you. Now, I've just written a book and it's just been published. Co-authored it with David Osborne, who's been on this show multiple times. If you don't know David, 
He is one of the top execs at Keller Williams Real Estate, was personally mentored for the last two decades by Gary Keller himself, and he's in all kinds of businesses. His bio and explanation and and everything is in this book. But anyways, David and I got together. We decided to write a book. We called it Tribe of Millionaires, and I guarantee you it's going to change your life. To find out more, just go to tribeofmillionaires.com. We're going to give it to you absolutely free. Only thing we ask in return is, of course, number one, you pay the shipping. Not a big deal. But number two, that you go on Amazon and write us a review. We're really looking to get an incredible amount of reviews. And because of that, we're giving this book away for free. Go to tribeofmillionaires.com today. It's Team Tober here at Rebus University, and we're running a special for Real Estate Rockstar Nation. This special is going to save you 90% on your team's real estate training. And the cool thing is, as a team leader, you don't got to do nothing. Just put your team to work on this incredible training. Here's how it works. Buy the Certified Listing Agent course. Yes, the Certified Listing Agent course where hundreds of teams have taken this course and many require it before any agent goes on a listing appointment. If you buy one of those, you get nine more for free. That's right. One agent takes that sucker and you get nine other agents to take it, get certified completely on their time absolutely free buy one get nine free the cool part about it is you can then discuss it at your team meetings talk about everybody's progress and talk about what everyone learned if you want to get the certified listing agent course for you and the rest of your team nine for free just go to hybendigital.com backslash teams that's hybendigital.com slash teams So, so this goes back to, you know, the original article that started off this conversation. You know, what do you think uh, Zillow is, is doing? Like, what do you think that they literally have up their sleeve? Because, you know, the article says, right, that $74 billion, $74 billion, first of all, were paid out in commissions in 2018. That is a ton of money right that that is a like that is a that they are hungry for for that like second thing is there's a hundred million users on zillow monthly this is a monthly number every month right yeah but only half a million which is 0.05 percent like one half of one percent not even five percent one half of one percent buy a house total right right uh, uh, you know in 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 the united states six million houses a year right a hundred million a month so there's all these people that are on zillow including myself i get my wife's on it you know people i know are on it you, you know but none 99.5 percent of them aren't buying houses 
today. What is that today? This month. What does that mean? What like all they got all that access to human beings? Like, well, what, I think it, how it, are they going to monetize that? My own personal opinion, and and uh, I've been pretty much ridiculed in cases of it. Is they're going, they're they're building them. They're building something to be bought. That is the that is the world we live in today. Who's going to build it? Who's going to buy it? Like, Amazon. Okay, Amazon. There you go, Amazon. Amazon. There's only a few people. That, there's only a few companies that can right. There there are there are probably uh, seven of them. We are six of them. We talked about it. But Amazon has already on on July the twenty third of this year they came into the real estate business. Well, why the hell does Amazon want to be in the real estate business? It is certainly not for those commissions. They don't want the head. They want the data. They want to be the the in the closing room uh, and say we'll turn your house into a smart home. If you look at what Amazon offered, they said they will put give you uh, a credit of five hundred. I think it's five hundred dollars up to five thousand dollars, depending on the price of your home to help you get moved in and help to convert your house to a smart home. And that is to put Alexa in uh, seven of the 12 rooms in your house so you can turn your lights on, you can turn everything off. And But that's, not, that's just the start of it. You and I were talking a, a little bit earlier. They want to sell you a smart microwave. They want to sell you a smart refrigerator. They want to sell you a smart toilet. And with, talk, talk to me about that, by the way. Let's slow this the down. Smart toilet? Yeah, because this is good <laughs> stuff. <laughs> so, okay. What a smart toilet will do is it will have a reciprocal in it so that when you poop in it, Whoa. the reciprocal will probe your poop and it will tell you if you have too much blood cells in your poop, if you have too much protein, if you have antibodies, and it will then send that out and compare my poop to three million other 75-year-old males poop and then look at predictive analytics and tell me whether or not I need to get to a doctor. Okay, I'm going to stop you right there. So here's the thing. It's really not about the doctor. No. It's, here's what it's about, right? Because this is, let's just say Amazon or Alibaba, and we're going to get to Alibaba and, you know, this because it's oh, all. God, about, I hope it's not Alibaba. <laughs> you know, let's say somebody, right? I'm just saying a big company you know, does that. What they're really doing is saying, hey, you got too much protein in your poop. You need more vegetables. We recommend well, there's a sale on kale. There you, you have go. too much. You have, you, you, you have too much. Your white blood cells are low. You need, you know, to take this supplement. Here's how much it costs. Click here to buy now. Right. I mean, and this is really where it's going. Right. This is yeah. really where how they make money off this. Now, I think that what what I see with this in keeping this real estate focus, because, guys, this is real estate focus and that, you know, these smart toilets will be in houses. Right. Because they're already in hotels. They're already telling Hilton that they that the water is flowing too much in the toilet and that they need to you know, change the little bobber thing in the toilet because a running toilet in one hotel room could cost an extra two grand a year per room that has a running toilet. And they're already doing this, right? So they're going to do all this for real estate. It's coming, right? So 
here's where here's where I think they're gonna where the jackpot is, right? Going back to this bid ask thing, right? You got Amazon Prime free delivery. You got Amazon Super Prime or whatever they decide to call it. It allows you to go into this bid ask system, right? Yeah. Just like you can sell your house on eBay, can sell your house on Amazon, Amazon Homes. You you enter all your info into the bid ask system. You have cameras all over the house. You have electronic lock boxes. They already know the person's social security number, have a copy of their credit card, all that stuff, have a copy of their driver's license, whatever. They may even uh, require, you know, everybody on the Amazon uh, homes division, you know, anybody in there to, to be pre-qualified by their lender, which can qualify them in five minutes. So the consumer knows that these people are legit. And all they got to do is look at the house and enter a bid ask. But what are they missing? They're missing all the pictures of all one, one, I think it's 110 million houses in the United States that Zillow has. Zillow has. So that's why they would buy Zillow. So if I'm Amazon and I want to get control of the smart homes of the United States and what, how many million people do you say goes to Zillow a a month? Was it nine? 100 million per month okay so i'm amazon what to put this puzzle together what am i missing i'm missing zillow and guess Mm. where zillow's headquarters is and guess guess where amazon's headquarters in they're both in seattle they're two miles apart do you think these people are having coffee do you think right now as we speak Amazon and Zillow are trying to put together a deal. Zillow's price was $65 12 months ago. You know what the price on Zillow is today? So 29. 29 bucks, yeah. It's it's half of what it Zillow is currently a has a market cap of 6 6 billion dollars. Amazon is 1 trillion. That's their market cap. They can buy it with petty cash. They can buy Zillow with petty cash, and it's down where it is a bargain. Within six months, if I'm Jeff Bezos, I'm writing a check. Damn, that, that's a big prediction, Holmes. I mean, you're like, within six months. <laughs> because, hell, if they, if they turn this iBuyer thing into a profit, because they're they're reporting their earnings on November, I believe it's the the seventh. Then the price goes up. I gotta buy it at twenty nine. On the other hand, if they if they show a loss, it may go to twenty. But Amazon's gonna buy Zillow. And remember where you heard it first, Kerry Grinkmeyer, Best of U.S. Homes YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> And 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 then and you know the same article goes on to talk about knock and and basically what knock does is they just you know you they basically allow you to just find a house first. It's only for move uppers, right? It's only for hey, I got equity. I'm an introvert. I don't want to deal with an agent. I don't want to deal with an open house. I don't want to deal with a stager. I don't want to deal with any of that crap. I'm going to just go out there and find a house. And then they find a house and they buy it. 
And then knock is essentially an eye buyer. But in addition to that, in addition to them saying, okay, well, we're, we, we bought your home, so you don't have to put it up for sale. They do the whole loan. So they, they give you a loan to buy the next house. Right, so you could just a buy the next mortgage. Yeah, swing, swing. Yeah, somehow. A bridge mortgage, I think they call it. Yeah, and they charge you three percent, three points on each side, three percent on the of what you, you know, sell them your house for, or the value they pay your house, and three percent on whatever you buy. And it basically, it's just a streamlined process. There's like, I don't know, I don't want to deal with it. You know, just just let us find our dream home first. When we find our dream home, I don't want to have to worry about it. You know. And then you could go to that dream home and be like, look, we're cash buyers. What do you mean yeah. cash buyers? You, you, all your money's in equity. Nope, we're cash buyers. We're with knock. Yeah, yeah. And they're giving you a, swing, a bridge mortgage to do it. No, I, I, I think it's exciting how, how this is all changing. And I, and I think we got to come back to who we're all about. What about the real estate agent? What, where, where does he land in this whole thing? And I, and I think, and this is what I preach on my YouTube channel. You got to become the smartest guy on the block. You got to, you got to be reading books. You got to be reading articles like this in the wall street journal. You got to be listening to podcasts like this so that when, when the shit all falls, you're on the top and, and, um, the, the Amazons, the Zillows, the people who are going to control this business want you. Now, how do you do that? You, you get out in front of your people and you share this kind of information with them. I had a guy call me yesterday from, uh, from Chicago and he's, he's a mortgage broker. And he says, I watch your videos and, uh, and you're really way ahead. What do I need to do in my business? And I said, just repeat what I said, but get on YouTube. Put video, videos out there, create a blog, and become the expert in your community. Of course, of course, it's cliche. I mean, people have been saying that for years. There's just nobody, you know, only 1% of the agents that, that it takes work. You know, will listen to what you do. Yeah, of course, of course. And you're 75 years old. You're out there, you know, kicking up dirt every day. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? So gives me something to do, Pat. Good for you. Do the math. It's worth every single dollar. This is a quote from Mr. Bill Reek, who took my certified listing agent program. He says, looking to take your listing presentation to the next level? Listen, I've closed 100% of the appointments since I took Pat Hyben's certified listing agent. Five appointments, five new clients in 60 days. Do the math. It's worth every single dollar. Now you can get the certified listing agent course. You can get the certified buyer agent course, which tells you how to close every single buyer that calls in if you want them. You get the certified team agent course, which teaches you how to build a dynamite team like Jeff Cohn, who teaches the course. It's like a 10-hour course from Omaha, Nebraska, Berkshire Hathaway's top agent, and seven other courses. Total of 11 courses, all five-star rated, only 97 bucks a month. If you paid for them individually on the website, they would cost over $10,000. And we are running a special now at futureofrealestatetraining.com where you can get them for $97 a month. That's all you can eat, $97 a month, all these courses. 
That's futureofrealestatetraining.com. Futureofrealestatetraining.com. Check it out. Hey, real estate rock stars. This is Pat Hyben. And before we jump back into today's content, I want to tell you about an extraordinary offer from an extraordinary company. I'm talking about my Outdesk. If you haven't heard of my Outdesk, basically they are a virtual assistant company, a VA company that specializes in virtual assistants for real estate agents. Yeah, I'm talking about transaction coordinators, marketing assistants. I'm talking about ISAs, inside sales agents at Prospect, thousands and thousands of seller leads and buyer lead follow-ups. I mean, these guys are trained in this stuff specifically. You're not using a company that doesn't know or understand real estate sales. Four out of five of the top teams in the U.S. use my Outdesk for their virtual assistants. And because I know the owner, Daniel Ramsey, I've known him for over a decade, and I know how awesome and incredible this company is and how it saves agents thousands and thousands of dollars every single week and makes them thousands and thousands of more every single week. We're going to give you a $400 coupon off of your first month of a virtual assistant and give you access and give you a free book entitled Scaling Your Business with Virtual Professionals. So you can like read it and look into it before you decide anything. It's called Scaling Your Business with Virtual Professionals. And you can get it real easy. All you got to do is text the word HIBAN, H-I-B-A-N, to 31996. That's H-I-B-A-N to 31996. And download your free book, Scaling Your Business with Virtual Professionals. And don't forget to mention also that you get a $400 discount, which will give you a coupon for that when you download the book. Thank you, guys. And I hope you enjoy and make a ton of money using my Outdesk. So let's talk about this uh, book, The Big Nine, right? There's a lot of press now, but, you know, it's a little controversial and we funny. I just had this thought. This is not in the article, but it's funny that there's a thought. You know, what if one of these big nines, you know, what if a foreign country, what if a Chinese com company were to buy uh, Zillow? You know, yeah. I mean, that uh, it could very well happen and things could happen a lot faster that way too because they wouldn't have a lot of the restraints and controls that, that you know amazon seems to have from like they did in trying to move to new york or whatatever no one would be giving well, a shit no, because I, they, I think, they I think were it, chinese it, it's like mark zuckelberg gets called before congress about every three months yeah and, right right privacy well, issues hey you're you're collecting all this data on these people and uh we want to break up your company hell elizabeth warren wants to break them all up and it is it's, it's saying that all of them should be broken up into multiple pieces. Well, what Elizabeth isn't thinking about is there's basically six companies in, in the United States that control 90% of the data that is gathered off the internet. Uh, in the book, The Big Nine, written by Amy Webb, she calls it the G Mafia. And what? that is- The what mafia? The G Mafia. She what's, is used- What's G? G? G is Google. Okay. M is Microsoft. A is Apple, F is Facebook, I is IBM, 
and A is Amazon. That's G Mafia. It's kind of a bad term to use because it creates a negative connotation to it, but that's the acronym. And what she is basically saying is these people here in the United States, those six companies, control 90% of the data that is generated off of the internet. They need to come together and create and, and pool that data and make it for the betterment of society, not strictly for the profit motive of each of them. Because if they don't, their counterpart are three companies in China. Those three companies are Alibaba, which is, was created in China to mirror Amazon, Tencent, ten, and it, it is pronounced and spelled T-E-N-C-E-N-T, and Tencent is basically uh, Google wrapped around Facebook, wrapped around IBM. And then yeah, the third wrapped one, around IBM. Yeah, they started out as a gaming company, right? They started as a, as a yeah. But they, now they've just blown up based on all you know on that. Yeah. Well, they they have converted the Chinese from games to a cashless society. That if if they want rice and beans, they go down and show their that uh, there was a story that. So have they created like a Libra or some shit? Like, I mean, is there like a... No, they don't have a cryptocurrency. They don't have currency. Well, how do you... There was an article just recently that two guys came out of the country and went into Beijing and went into a store to rob it. And, and the store owner says, we don't have any money. We do everything over telephones. And the guys went away with, with nothing. Because there's no cash in the cash register. So, so yeah. So I, I'm going to talk about this. So, so it's it's just kind of like um, it's just kind of like a Venmo, right? You're just it's like an Apple Pay or whatever. Apple Pay and Google Wallet, which have Google not Wallet. taken have not taken off in the United States, but they should. And now but, let and me tell will. you, that, and they will. It's only I agree with that 100. percent I hate cash. Yeah. It's like and my my kids don't use cash. They think cash is funny. You know, you know, this is interesting. I, you know, another article I read uh, where the city of Philadelphia, and you'll like this, the city. So what was happening was the same thing that was that was in China, and the the I don't know if the merchants were were Chinese or not. They may have been. I don't know. But all the there was a bunch of merchants in downtown Philadelphia selling pretzels and hot dogs and stuff, and they stopped taking cash, right, because they were getting robbed, okay, you know, getting stuck up. And uh, so they were like, no cash. You got to use Venmo. You got to use Apple Wallet, whatever. You know, there's a million ways to give me cash nowadays, especially if I'm, if I'm a one-man business, just right. Venmo it to me, right? So, uh, or swipe, you know, give me your credit card and we'll swipe it on my wallet right. with my Stripe or whatever, my Square. So uh, the city of Philadelphia decided to come back with, uh, with a new law that says you have to take cash because you're discriminating, discriminating against people who don't have credit cards and can't afford a phone with a Venmo app. Yeah. Okay. So the answer to that question is give everybody a smartphone. <laughs> Which they did for a while. Because yeah. I know I had a brother that got one, right? He was homeless, truth be told, yeah. and, he got, and he got a... Uh, what they called him Obama phones, right? Mm -hmm. and, uh, that was That's right. I do 10, remember 12 that. years ago, but yeah, he got a... He got one for free from the system. So I've got two of them sitting in a drawer. 
Because, <laughs> because you know, I replaced yeah, those them. Are, those were bad. <laughs> why not? Why not have somebody who pools them, makes clears all my data off of them, and hands them out to the homeless? Yeah, mm. we solved that problem. So, yeah. so, so the the question then becomes, and again, I want encourage your listeners read read and figure out what's going on find the book it's called the big nine it's written by by amy webb it, it's a it's a pretty heavy read because it tells you what artificial intelligence all is and then it goes into three scenarios good bad and ugly as to what will happen in the future if we don't start pooling our data if we start, don't start yeah, so what's the consensus yeah and let's bring this back to real estate and real estate sales i mean what will happen, right? Because it's obviously, I mean, this is a fast moving train and there's nine companies, like you said, going for the same. They're competing know, for the same data. Potentially competing for the, for the same reasons. Mm -hmm. And let's say out of the nine, let's say three of them have in the back of their mind, we need to tap in to this $74 billion that was paid out in real estate commissions in 2018. What do you think is going to happen? I've already stated it. Amazon's going to buy Zillow. Yeah, what about, what about if Tencent bought Zillow? I don't think, I, I, God, I hope our government wouldn't allow that to happen. But certainly, uh, yeah, the, 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 uh, at one point, the Japanese were coming in, and I think they owned uh, some baseball stadiums. And, uh, yeah, that could happen, too. But that would be disastrous because, truly, it's just like if you watched uh, the news uh, this morning, they found some uh, undercover Japanese uh, tour guide from South California was dealing with undercover agents buying secrets for, for, uh, of the United States government. So they have spies in our country. It, it's kind of interesting, Pat. Yeah, we used, have. That's, of course they do. Everybody we we, we used spies, to fear Russia. Spies we everywhere, too. We don't, yeah. We used to fear Russia. We don't fear Russia anymore. Uh, they meddled in, in our last election. I think the, the next election is going to be China meddling in it. And, and I don't quite honestly understand why China wants our problems or we want their problems. I don't see why we don't all all of us join in this together to make a better world, except then I do you I, really think these not, there's just no way, dude, there's, you really think these are going to come together and say, Hey, let's share our data. I mean, that would be, or let's share our technology. Uh, I don't know if that's realistic. I, you but know, I it probably capitalism. isn't because, mm -hmm. because the other thing, and you and I were talking about this, where this is going to go and where it's going to benefit real estate agents is not artificial intelligence, uh, 3D printing, and robotics will make low-waged third-world country labor in a, a non-issue. Because if I can produce my, my shirts, my T-shirts, my shoes, everything with robots, I don't need to do it in China. And I don't want it at that point take on the cost of shipping it across the ocean and transporting it into the United States. Now with robotics and 3D printing, I can produce it to Paducah, Kentucky and put a lot of people to work and put real estate, make dead real estate very valuable, which then makes a commercial uh, real estate agent very valuable. 
it also employs people in that community. That makes a real estate agent have more people that they have to find homes for. Now, you, the, the robot doesn't need a home, but the person who repairs that robot does. So now the next issue is who's going to educate these people to uh, take the jobs of the future. We got a bright future in front of us. We really do. We just need to be, as real estate agents, need to be knowledgeable of it and be ahead of it. We need to start connecting the dots and figuring out where we fit into the new equation. And, and just to sit back and say, I, I saw a video the other day where one of the renowned or high, highly watched YouTube real estate coaches was asked the question, where, uh, how is the iBuyer and Zillow going to affect my future? And he said, that's ridiculous. They have no effect on your future. This is the eye buying has been going and flipping has gone been going on for ages. This business is a eye to eye relationship business. Well, damn it, so was the brokerage business. So was buying shoes. I used to go into a department store and a little guy used to put the shoes on my feet. He ain't there no more. Damn. So you so did a a banker. But now we have an ATM machine. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Those were all relationship businesses. And, and if you're in this business and you, you believe that iBuyers aren't going to affect you and you believe that Zillow isn't going to affect you, you need to crawl out of the hole you've been living in and start reading and start, <laughs> and start listening. You know, in a lot of towns, it's, it's certainly more prevalent. Like I, you know, some agents in Phoenix, Arizona, they get crushed by oh buyers a lot. You know what I mean? They're like, hey, you know, th these guys suck. They, you know, they, they, it's something that didn't exist before that exists now that's affecting them not getting listings that they felt were rightfully theirs, right? Yeah, Phoenix is the test tube, is the test tube for tomorrow's real estate market. Yeah. And I think the pro this coach probably had a point in that, you know, now more than ever, you need to be in a relationship because if, if you're not, it's easy for them to be like, eh, dude, I just put it up on Redfin. Sorry. Right. Eh, dude, I just, I just, I just did a knock. I'm sorry. You know what I mean? Don't worry about it. But if you're like, if you're deep in the relationship, which was probably his or her point, and, and you're like helping them out and stopping by their house and in a serious relationship where there's some guilt there and reciprocity needed by them, they'd be like, ah, I can't do that to Carrie. You know, he's been such a good That's guy. Bullshit. I'm going to let him do it. <laughs> of course they're going to. We've done it in every other part of her life. That is what Amazon is built on. I did a video just recently Amazon will offer you a 60-day guarantee on your home. You bought because they will go in and they'll do the inspection up front. They'll know what's happening in that home. Wait a minute, slow this down. Yeah. They're gonna, so what do you mean? Explain. I mean that you're going to buy a $500,000 home yes. and 60 days later you go to Amazon and say, hey, I want my money back. And they're going to say, why? Well, this and this is wrong. Okay, we'll come out and fix it. No, I want my money back. Okay, here's your money back. Is that crazy? I buy all my shoes from Zappo. And Zappo is owned by Amazon. 
And if these shoes don't perform the way I want them for a minute, year. Is that true? I don't know if that's true. If what? That Zappos, Zappos is owned by? It's Zappos, yeah. They're, they're owned by the Amazon. They are. And I can, if my, I, I, I wear Air, Air Max. They have an air pocket in the back heel. And if that pocket goes flat within a year, I can send it back to Zappo and they will either refund my money or give me a, a new pair. I bought a $400, $450 printer. I checked the wrong box. It turned out to be a black and white printer. I got it here, I put it up, and that's when I discovered it was a black and white printer. I stuffed the thing back into the box, which I couldn't get it to fit. I taped it up, I sent it back to Amazon, and they said, do you want your money back or do you want a color printer? I said, I want a color printer. They sent it back to me. They sent a, me a, a new, new one. printer, a, a new, new one. Yeah, yeah, a new one. Yeah, you yeah. buy anything, and I swear to God, this will happen. You buy a house through Amazon, you don't like it, they'll give you your money back. Now, think about that, Pat. How many people are actually going to move out of the house? That's some crazy stuff, but... You know, if you think about it too, you know, like uh, my trainer just bought a, a, a car from Carvana and uh, it's the same thing. They dropped it off at his house with this, you know, big truck. He, he went online, looked at it, you know, worked out the price or whatever. Same thing with this ask bid again, right? And got the price, computerized price. I don't think a human being was there, you know, and then all of a sudden a truck showed up, dropped out of his house. I think he has two weeks or maybe a month or something. He has a certain amount of time that he can drive this minivan around with his three kids in it, mm -hmm. um, three little kids under like six. And if he doesn't like it or his wife doesn't like it or the kids don't like it, he just emails Carvana and they come out and they pick it up. No That's going to happen in the real estate market. It, and, and why can it happen? How can it financially How happen? How can that happen? Because it seems because like Because Amazon big a doesn't like give a damn about the commission. That's not why they're in the business. That's not why they're in real estate. They want the house to be a smart house so they can gather the data. They've already proven through the gathering. See, in order for that to happen, though, they, there has to be this level of confidence where they're like, oh, we're not sweating it. We're going to sell it again. And, and that only happens in a good market. What they don't understand, I think, my opinion, right? Because I've seen ups and downs. I know you have too. I mean, there's times when houses sit in, in, in rural areas now, it's this, this is happening. Um, you know, it, it takes two years to sell a house. I've had houses that have been, I've been like the sixth agent on, right? That have been for sale forever. And, and for them to finally get a house sold, Yahoo, house is sold, and then have to give it back 60 days later. It just goes against all, you know, uh, that you all thought process you'd have in a really bad market in a in a seller's market or a buyer's market you're happy when the house sells and relieved because it might not you might not be able to sell it again but well, i guess you, what you're saying is they're not worried about it they're not do you think they, they're going to resell my shoes again no my shoes showed up in 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 yeah, uh, but you're talking a difference of a half a million dollars versus 75 bucks it it's just a matter of of numbers it, it, and, and first of all, then you, you've got to ask yourself, how many people are actually going to take up? They now have to incur the cost of going and finding another house and, and, and moving. They got to pay for the moving 
They got it. It isn't going to happen that often. I guess they figure out they're no worse than they were 60 days prior, right? Maybe a cleaning fee, maybe a fix up right. fee, which they'll, the lawyers will come up with stuff to make sure that you, they're covered there. But um, I guess they figured, well, we really didn't gain anything by having Carrie buy that house because we're, we're still at zero where we were 60 right. days ago. We're not in a negative at this point. So, and, and again, it's a write-off. It, it's a, it, they will eventually sell it, even if they have to sell it at a loss and still turn it into a, to, into a uh, smart home. It, and let me give you some other statistics on that. You already drive a smart car. There are 130 sensors in your car, and that's going into the cloud, and somebody is, is monitoring it. Zilla or Amazon collects 33% of the data in all the cars in the United States. They project by 2030, that will be a 450 to $750 billion business. Now, do you know what Zilla, uh, Amazon's current financial or, or cash flow is? It's 533. So if the, your car data will take them from 533 data to an additional 450 to 750 billion dollars worth of business, it will dwarf their existing business. This is this was in the Wall Street Journal. This is why they're gathering the data on your car. Now, if they've got 140 sensors in your car, they'll have a thousand sensors in your home. Mm. How much is that business worth? So they don't care, Pat, if they have to take your home back. It's a very small cost of doing business. The other thing they're going to offer you is when you buy the house, if you want, they will sell you an insurance policy to guarantee you the price you can get your house for your house 5, 10, 20 years ago in the future. Now, how can they do that? Because through data and predictive and analytics, they can predict what the value of your house is. Just like you've got a life insurance policy on you and they know you're going to die. But if you spread the cost off over enough people, your premiums offset your cost of, of uh, payout. So now I'm Amazon. I offer a 60-day guarantee and I offer a, a future sale price. And now a broker is significant because he does things that Keller Williams, Brookshire Hathaway, all these others don't do. Now, when I move to Birmingham, Alabama, there's one thing that's important to me, and that is the broker I deal with. That is not important to me today. It is not important. It is a relationship business. And where do I get my relationship? I go to a website and I pull up in a driveway and I meet somebody that I have no relationship with. They, their name was given to me and I, I accept them. I see this over and over again. So now I say, I want that Amazon broker who is going to give me a 60-day guarantee and sell me a policy that the house will sell for a certain price at some day. Put me in a computer system of bid-ask where I don't have to do shit. And, and, I don't and, have, yeah. And, and then there's no commission. You know, you know, I mean, essentially what you're saying, and I'm not putting words in your mouth, but I think the consensus is, and I'll, I'll end this episode with this, is you know, real estate brokerages uh, could uh, potentially be doomed. 
Not potentially. It's <laughs> it's kind of like Toys R Us. It's kind of like Sears and Roebuck. Damn. They're, they're gone. They're gone. Real estate brokerages. Not even real estate brokerages as you know it. Real estate brokerages, period. Are doomed. Damn. And well, guys, you heard it here. Let me leave it, it with this. <laughs> Amazon will buy Zillow. There you go. And if it does, look out. <laughs> Gary, man, this has been fun, man. This has been intense and, and uh, it flowed really well. So I really appreciate you uh, coming on today. I uh, hope you join me for the next episode of State of the Market. And I wish you the best in Birmingham, Alabama. All of Carrie's information, guys, are in the show notes. Go to the show notes uh, and uh, reach out to Carrie and say thank you and subscribe to his YouTube channel. I want to put a link in there as well. Carrie. Best of U.S. homes at YouTube. Boom. There you go. Thank you, Pat. All right. I'll talk to you soon, buddy. As a member of the Rockstar Nation, you may have noticed that every guest that comes on the show now is required to bring with them a free tool, an item of utility that real estate agents can use to drastically increase their sales and profits. Some of the things that have been brought have been ebooks, forms, reports, negotiating techniques, hiring guides, postcards, checklists open house secrets, newsletters that are sent out, sphere of influence forms, referral request forms, and the list goes on and on. If you would like to get this free toolbox full of items of utility, simply go to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox. That's hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or simply text toolbox to 444-999. That's toolbox to 444-999. Rockstar Nation, thank you for listening to Real Estate Rockstars. Listen, I need a favor. If you find this free content helpful, if you find our downloadable items from each guest helpful, please, I need you to pull out your pointing finger. Yes, the one finger that points at people and hit subscribe. Yes, subscribe. The more subscribers we get, the better we look in the ratings and the easier it is to get guests like Robert Kiyosaki, Barbara Corcoran, all the players that are on a million dollar listing in the different cities. All that stuff makes it easier the more subscribers we get. So please subscribe. And listen, there's a lot of places you can leave comments. There's a lot of places you can like. We're on Facebook. We have an Instagram page. Instagram page is I am Pat Hyben. The Facebook is Real Estate Rockstars Radio. Feel free to leave us comments there. The most popular form of commenting seems to happen on YouTube. Yes, for whatever reason, it's a very open environment. So just go to YouTube and go to Real Estate Rockstars Radio and leave us comments there. Some of them we will read on the show. And we love your feedback. So thanks, guys, and I hope you are having a great day. Oh, and also, listen, if you're going to subscribe and you haven't already left us a, a review on iTunes, please do that too. Have a great day, and thanks so much, Rockstar Nation. I really appreciate you.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.